I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, lovely. Welcome to today's episode of Your Business Boost podcast. Now, I am curious to know how your week has started. So I know there are many listeners who listen to me as part of their Monday morning routine. There are others who listen to me at other parts of the week, but I'm always curious to know what you do to kickstart your week. Are you one of those people who like cannot wait for Monday, who kicks off the week on a high, or perhaps you're someone who kind of enters into the week at a slower pace and you actually come alive at the back end of the week. And this is the fascinating thing working with so many different women over the last few years and really all through my career. It's seeing how people work and what ways of working suit different people. So I am someone who I am like firing on all cylinders at the beginning of each day. And I'm also firing on all cylinders at the beginning of each week. Then as the day and the week progresses, I become less sharp. Um, I'm definitely not at my peak of an evening. And come Friday, that is when I am tapering off in terms of my ability to deliver and my output. So the beauty of running my own business is that I am able to structure my week so that what I do on a Friday is not client-facing. And I, if you've been in my world for a while, you may know that I don't work on Friday afternoons at all. And when I share this with people who don't know me so well, or even the people that do know me and they find this out about me, I always end up having a a conversation with them because they're like, how do you do that? How do you make that happen? And I thought that that would be a great thing to talk to you about today in terms of how I wrap up my week so that I can have that really hard finish at lunchtime on a Friday, um, but also so that everything is set up so that when Monday morning rolls around, I am ready to tackle the week head on and that I'm completely prepared for what's in store so that I'm not, you know, opening up my emails at 8.30 on a Monday morning and being surprised about what's in store for me. So let me take you through how I wrap up my week. So first things first, because as I said, I am not usually like at my sharpest on a Friday. So I do something that builds instant momentum 
in my work. And that is I have my admin hour of power to kick off my Friday morning. So every single week I have and I encourage you to do this too, is to have an hour of power scheduled in your calendar for all of the scrappy life admin tasks. I'm talking about things like renewing your insurance, paying the kids' sports fees, ordering books online, filling in forms, doing online banking. I batch all of these tasks together throughout the week I have a folder in my inbox, which is where I dump any correspondence relating to things that I need to do in my hour of power. I also have a physical folder where I catch like, you know, things like bills and that sort of stuff that come in the post that not really, there's not an awful lot of that sort of stuff that comes in anymore because everything's online. But, um, you know, all the payment reminders and that kind of thing I keep in the folder. Um, And then, I start my Friday morning by ripping through that file. I set myself one hour to do this. So it's kind of a race against the clock. And the reason that I do that is because it fires me up. It's like, okay, I need to power through these tasks. And by powering through those tasks, it gives me that boost of energy that I'm then able to take through into the rest of the morning. Um, So yeah, start off with personal admin. And I know for a lot of productivity experts, starting off the day with this sort of scrappy tasks goes against the, you know, eating the frog and all of that kind of stuff. But this is how I operate on a Friday morning. Then what I do is once I have pumped through all of my personal admin in that hour, because I'm in that zone, I've got, you know, the online banking open. I've, you know, probably got other sort of administrative stuff all over my desk. Um, I then switch into business admin mode. So this is where I do all of my invoicing. I do, you know, reconcile the bank. I, you know, chase up outstanding invoices. I balance my zero. I do all of that kind of thing. Um, and that is usually a lot quicker than, you know, I've, I've gotten that down to um, sometimes that can be as little as 20 minutes because, um, you know, there is certain things that I do do throughout the month and the week that make this Friday finance and admin time really, really manageable. And zero helps make it really manageable as well. You know, it is really just checks and balances. So while I'm there, while I'm in that zone, I also do my success tracking. So obviously once all of my invoicing is done and the bank reconciliation is done as well. I then review my revenue and other metrics in my business and I monitor how I'm going. So this is the kind of stuff that I keep a really close eye on on a weekly basis. If you have ever worked with me one-on-one or come along to my planning days, um, you will know about my success tracker. And this is something that I fill in religiously every single week, because this is a way of keeping an eye on the health of my business. It is that really clear snapshot, all the metrics that matter to me in my business, and they are different for everyone. But I have particular things that actually also change 
from time to time, depending on what my business focus is for the quarter um, or, you know, what I've got launching or new new product offerings or um, a new uh, like marketing focus or whatever. I will track different metrics, but I always make time on a Friday every week to measure those and capture where everything is at. Do that snapshot. And then what that does is it prevents any big surprises at the end of the month or end of the quarter, but it also highlights to me where I need to be um, shifting my focus if my focus needs to shift. So, you know, just raises any red flags um, and it gives me the ability to fix those things through my actions the following week. So it's always, you know, it's like, what do we need to look behind over our shoulder at that is going to help determine our course of action going forward? Really, really important that we do this on a regular basis. So once I am either flying high or feeling a bit shit about um, what shows up on my success tracker, then I flick into my follow-up Friday practice. So this is essentially dedicated time in my schedule every single week for proactive sales activity. This is something that was introduced to me by Abby White, and it's something that I have incorporated into my Fridays for a few years now, ever since she she talked about the concept. I thought that is just genius because Friday mornings are a really good time to follow up with people. People are usually in a really positive frame of mind with the weekend in sight. They're a lot more receptive to hearing from you. You're not kind of interrupting their, you know, sort of earlier on in the week where they're trying to get stuff done. So I usually do this around 11 o'clock in the morning on on a Friday. And this is where I have usually a list of people that I want to connect with, whether it's following up recent inquiries, reconnecting with people who I've already worked with, um, just that really, you know, it could be setting up a a, a coffee catch up with um, someone who I haven't seen for a while with a business buddy or whatever but it's just proactive sales activity. I know that Abby um, had a really great resource when she came on the podcast. Uh, this was, it was probably around 12 months ago, maybe a little bit longer when she came onto the podcast and talked about the importance of this follow-up practice because so many people don't follow up and often people need to hear from you anywhere between five and 12 times before they actually become a paying customer. Given that most people don't follow up after the first email, I think just by having that follow-up practice in my Friday and you can incorporate it into yours is going to put you ahead of the pack and um, help, you know, keep you top of mind for potential clients. So this is something that I spend a good hour on each Friday and it's fun. I love it. And the great thing is too, and these, you know, I guess Michelle's other hack is that I do it knowing that 
like I'm about to jump out of work for the week. So it helps me detach from the outcome because it's like, I'm not going to know whether they respond to me or not, because in about an hour's time, I'm going to be shut down for the week. So that kind of helps me be proactive about these reach outs. So once I have done all that, I then spend some time reviewing my calendar for the following week. So I do this on a Friday morning because if there is then anything that's like unconfirmed or, you know, things that I've got on hold or maybe if, you know, it looks I was overambitious about what I could do in a particular day of the week or what have you or if I haven't left myself enough white space, I can actually do something about that on Friday morning rather than leaving it until the day of the following week to move things around. Um, It also gives me time to see where I've got some gaps and, you know, maybe try and fill those gaps. And again, that sort of comes back to that follow-up Friday stuff. Um, So I also make sure that I have all of um, like my exercise, the kids stuff, um, you know, personal catch-ups and all of that. Just make sure that the diary for the week ahead looks how it should before I finish up on a Friday. Um, The other thing that I always try to do on a Friday is to have my inbox cleared out. So um, making sure that I've responded to people that I need to respond to. Now, here's another hack that I use um, because you know, obviously I don't necessarily, if I'm emailing people and it's not about anything urgent, I don't want to refill my inbox before um, I come back into the office. So what I will often do is I will write the email, but I will schedule it to go out on Monday morning so that I keep, just keep things really clean and clear for the, um, for the rest of the the time that I'm working on Friday. There's nothing worse than kind of getting into like an email back and forward with someone at, you know, 12 o'clock on Friday when I'm about to head out the door. Um, the other thing I'll do is like, you know, sort of tidy up, you know, my, my, laptop desktop and um, my physical space as well in my office. Um, Again, I'm just one of those people. It's like I like to leave everything clean and tidy before I leave. So I'm not walking back into the new week into a mess. I know that not everyone works this way, but it really does have a massive impact on my productivity if I'm working from either a digitally cluttered space or a physically cluttered space. So I make some time on Friday to tidy all of that up. Um, And then the final thing that I do to set myself up for an incredible week ahead is to write my to-do list for Monday. I do it on Friday. This is so that I can just switch off. When I leave the office, I am not then thinking about what I have to do next week. Um, It also stops me from kind of from my head going into the work zone over the weekend. Um, So I do my to-dos and I just leave it on my desk. That is that. And I also just one other thing that I also do is I, um, I write my to-do list for the weekend as well because, you know, obviously for me, weekend is for relaxing and all of that sort of thing, but there is just always stuff that I have to do as a, you know, as a parent, as a 
human being in society, like there is always some kind of domestic responsibilities that I need to make sure happen on the weekend. And again, I just capture that on a note on my phone so that I make sure that everything that I want to get done over the weekend happens. And then I close down my laptop and I walk out the door and that is when Friday fun time starts. And I often will, you know, do something really nice. I will maybe meet a girlfriend for lunch or go and have a really nice walk somewhere, um, sometimes go away for the weekend. Like there's all the things that I love to do that fill my tank. That is when it starts. Now, sometimes that may mean that I go and get the grocery shopping done at two o'clock in the afternoon so that I'm not doing it over the weekend. It's whatever I choose. But again, it is all coming from a proactive place. That is all to my own agenda and my own priorities as opposed to somebody else's. So that is how I wrap up my week and set myself up for the following week in a really manageable way so that on Monday mornings, I know exactly how the day is going to run and it helps me start off on the front foot, not on the back foot. So, There you have it. I would love to know from you if this is something that helps you. Now, if you are the opposite to me, if you come alive on a Friday, then maybe my wrap-up of the week process might actually help you start off your week. If this, you know, if you if you take a while to get going on a Monday, maybe doing these things at the beginning of your week so that you can maximize your time on a Friday, maybe that might help you. Maybe you have been struggling with managing your time in your business. This may help you. Have a go. See if maybe one or two of these things could be incorporated into your Friday this week. Are you already doing some of these? Do you do follow-up Friday? Because you heard Abby talking on the podcast about how fantastic it is. But look, it is, it's a surefire way to finish up your week well, just having that clean slate so that you can head into the weekend and start your week with a bang. So I hope today's episode has inspired you. If you need a bit more of a boost in your business with some tailored one-to-one support, reach out to me. I can help you build momentum in your business and just kick that overwhelm to the curb and help you reset the way that you're operating your business and your life. This is what I do with the women that I support one-on-one and I can absolutely do this with you. Get in touch. Email me at michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au to find out more about how I can support you. Have an incredible week. Let me know how you go with this. And I can't wait to talk to you again next week.